Welcome to the Agency Collective Tales with Ellie Hale, our podcast where we talk to our brilliant agency owners about all things agency life. So today on the podcast, I am joined by Zara Teagan from External Marketing. Thank you so much. I like it that you just put your spectacles on to have a nice, proper, serious chat with me on the podcast. Exactly. And trying to put my serious voice on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You've been a member of the Agency Collective for quite a while now. And so I thought it was about time we hear your tale. So like we always do, let's start right at the beginning. How did you first get into agency land? I have been working in agencies for well over a decade. I was in-house doing sales marketing for different companies and I did PR agency land and then I went and changed after university and went in-house agencies again. And I just love the creative vibe that you get in agencies. And I've worked enough to work out what I liked and what I didn't like about it and worked at quite a few doing sales and marketing and just absolutely loved it. I've always worked at agencies where they've never done sales and marketing in-house before they've always sort of outsourced bits and pieces of it so I've always been the first person that's done it which has been quite nice and exciting and fresh but it's also been sort of like rummaging around in the dark and work out what to do so I've worked at tons of agencies in London and I also worked at an agency in Toronto I'm quite proud to say that after I left there they replaced me with three other people so I was like yes (laughs) that was how busy I was (laughs) working your bum off yeah but they do strict hours they're very strict on nine to five over there which is great How did you then decide to branch out on your own? Was it a seed of an idea when you were in Toronto? Did it happen when you came back over to the UK? Well, I came back from Toronto pregnant with my eldest, Louis, and the world was in COVID. And I thought, I'm not going to be able to go in-house and demand a great salary and a great role because people aren't going to have in-house marketeers at this point of flux, uncertainty. And I also was sure that I wanted to work part-time because of my child and now children. I wanted to make sure that I only worked three, four days a week because before they joined school, I wanted to make sure I have lots of time with them to help them to take them for swimming and, you know, football and whatever classes we end up doing and that sort of thing. So I needed flexibility. The economy was in tatters. And I thought, right, what should I do? And I've always wanted to work for myself. I've got documents all over my laptop of different business ideas I've had. I also come from a lot of different business owners in my family. So my dad and my uncle ran our family business. And before that, my grandpa ran it and his dad ran it. And that was cotton weavers. And then my mum worked for herself as well. She was a freelance teacher working at different places, teaching adults. My grandfather, he ran a baker's shop, had a few branches. And then after he passed, my grandma took it over for quite a few years. I thought that was pretty awesome. And then also on my dad's side, my dad's mum, her father had a sweet shop. And so everyone's had businesses. I'm quite a strong character. And I think that it must be in the genes just to sort of be brave and just do it. Yeah, and just do it. Just crack on thinking, what can I do? What can I do? I want to help loads of agencies do marketing. So I should just do that. And I want to come up with a plug and play sort of program at some point that works on just sort of B2B level. But for now, I'm just basically an external marketing team for different creative businesses. Did you specifically pick agencies to work with because you like had a ball working in them yourself? Yeah, I did specifically want to work for agencies because I know that they don't do marketing and they all need to do it and they just choose not to, but they always want to do it. And it's always been that flux where I've gone in and worked for different agencies and said, okay, well, I can just take all this off your hand, you know. 
And obviously when I was in-house, I was writing people's proposals for them, which is such a godsend to have somebody write your own business proposals. And then, you know, looking at the website and getting in an SEO agency and getting in social media companies and graphic designers to like pull content together and all that sort of stuff. You just sort of need someone to gather and put it out there. And that's what I do for lots of different companies. What have you learned? How has the agency developed starting it in a COVID landscape to now back in the free world? But obviously, we've got the cost of living crisis looming over our heads. How are you steering that? I think that to begin with, I was offering too many services because there is quite a lot that I'm a dab hand at. And I've just tried to narrow that down, niche it down a bit. And when it comes to the economic crisis we're in now, I think just having like flexible model. And for me personally, I don't have any employees. I work with freelancers where I need to. So just be mindful of the outgoings of the business. But I think that in terms of where we are, I think that there's still lots of reefs out there. I think the economic crisis is going on as we speak, but there's lots of people still pitching. There's lots of money to be had in terms of people wanting to do more creativity. So I don't think that creative services is going to be affected yet. Maybe next year when the mortgages like go wild, but I think there's definitely calm waters or steady waters for the next sort of nine to 12 months. Is your model, just you and freelancers, is that a deliberate move? Have you got plans to take on permanent staff or do you want to keep that level of flexibility to be able to scale up and scale down as and when? I actually just want to work with mums. So at some point I would like to have full-time staff. Not yet though, just I want to wait until my youngest is at school. I just want to work with really good people now, churn out really good work, be really proud of everything that we're doing. But then ultimately over the next few years, like the children do come first. But at the moment, I am actually hiring. I want some mums that know marketing just to pitch in and help out for a few hours a week. And any hours at work. I mean, I work evenings, mornings, like afternoons during lunchtime, nap, all sorts of hours. And I think that a lot of mums are sort of put off going back into the workplace because of lack of confidence and because they have got a new identity and they're not really sure where they fit and they want flexibility like I wanted. So yes, I'm looking for people to help me out at the moment. And I've got a couple of people interested, which is really exciting. That's wonderful. That's the thing, isn't it? COVID also really helped in terms of the flexible working landscape and what that looks like. That Mm. actually companies that were terrified of it or thought, oh, no part-time or flexi worker, that you're not going to get the most out of them. Where in actual fact, if you play to people's strengths, let people work when they are most productive, when they feel the zing or feel the creative flair, be it 9am till 5pm or be it like at 4am, it doesn't matter. It's whatever works for you and your family. And I think that's when you get like a team that are really behind you and what you do. Yeah, I think that you're absolutely right. There's now like a certain amount of respect for people that work from home. It's super hard working from home sometimes. You sort of need to sometimes just go to prayer and earwig and listen to what people are doing, listen to people talking to and just be amongst it. I do miss living in London and working in London for lots of reasons. But, you know, I've got the flexibility of being around for my kids and doing more work by being at home ultimately. So what advice would you give to somebody that's maybe thinking about going it alone or thinking about starting their agency? I probably would start with a client, unlike the way I did. (laughs) Start with a client and work on that client and don't try and do everything. Just do what feels right. Do less. Less is definitely more. I've read so much about niching strategies. I remember a talk that I listened to by Rob Pierre from Jellyfish and he said he wanted to be the best agency for a specific thing in this very specific area and then we went from there and I thought that is such wonderful advice and I've recited that advice to so many different business owners since I heard that just inform yourself everyone's going to make mistakes but you just got to be brave and go for it yeah 
It's a lot easier, isn't it, to make a name for yourself and get referrals and recommendations if you're in a specific area or maybe like a couple. Do you have a specific niche in terms of the clients you work with? I mean, I know it's agencies, but is there a sector that you lean towards or is it pretty open? More brand and interior design. That's my bread and butter. That's where I've been for so many years. I just really love the creativity. I think the designers are so clever. We sit at a desk and like draw what almost hotels should look like. And I just find that absolutely incredible. I just can't imagine it. I definitely couldn't do it. I just think they're so talented. That must be really exciting to work with them as well and have each day be so different. Yeah. They always know where the latest restaurants are that have opened, which is very good intel. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it that's next for external marketing? Obviously, you've got your first hire, which is very exciting. But what plans have you got into the next year? We're going to be working on our own marketing. Lol. <laughs> I'm going to be working on my own brand, trying to build up my name a bit more, getting out to more events, more networking, that sort of thing. I do want to come up with a platform where people buy services for a certain amount of time and they say, okay, I need this much marketing. And they just put like a sum down and then we transform that into results somehow and hopefully take that into the B2C market. Lots of business ideas, definitely sticking at this as a long game. I just think, you know, this is just the beginning. And once the kids are in school, which is the priority, we'll then build the business up and yeah, sky's the limit. That's really exciting. When you are a marketeer and that's what you do and that's your agency, How do you then work on your own business? Do you have to treat yourself like a client? Do you schedule specific hours? What's your plan for that? Because I can imagine it's like plumbers never fixing their own pipes. It's very difficult to do it for yourself. It's like putting teeth. It's just agony. It's total agony. But I have to make myself do it because I have to practice what I preach. (laughs) And if I don't, then I'm just lying. (laughs) So I have to do it. I make myself do a LinkedIn post every week. I just, I have to come up with something every week. And I don't think that that's an unrealistic target. I don't really email marketing, but for me, it's just social media marketing at the moment and networking and meeting people. I think it's just got to be realistic with what time you've got available and what time my business needs at the moment, what my clients needs at the moment. So I think that social media at the moment and writing blogs and articles and things like that, I think that's just sort of like what's possible. And so that's what I'm going to do. And that's how I approach it with clients as well. You know, I always say to them, how do you win business? Okay, so you're in business from referral. And so let's look at an influencer marketing strategy. Let's look at your LinkedIn strategy. Let's look at this strategy or let's get you talking at events. And let's just do what's the best way to sell your business and what's going to deliver you ROI. There's no point saying, okay, we need to do all these million different things. Let's do an ebook. Let's do podcasts. Let's do that. It doesn't really work with your network and how you're winning business. And with the time that you've got available, it's just got to be really instinctive to what is going to work. Like You know what your business needs to do, for the agency collective, like where your time is best spent to improve your market marketing that's just where you've got to focus and what's going to convert yeah I don't know if I do actually marketing is so tricky you need to get the experts in yeah but if you don't know then you just try something for a quarter and if it doesn't work try something else the next quarter yeah be more experimental that's really good advice so how do you find the right clients what's your sort of new business strategy at the moment I research businesses and I think, I wonder what their marketing's like. I wonder what their marketing's like. And I wonder what their marketing And if their website is a shambles and if it needs a rewrite and then they check out the LinkedIn or the social media channels and not doing anything. And I think, God, they're such a brilliant agency. Or you know, sometimes agencies win awards, but that's all they do in terms of their marketing. And so I just get in touch with the founder and I say, you know, can I help? Do you fancy a call? And I've also introduced a referral scheme where if somebody refers me a client, then I give away either an hour's free consultancy or I do a charity donation. So it's up to them. Oh, that's, that's nice. what they want. I thought it was a nice idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. How's it been received? 
Well, it's only just started, but good so far. The charity I'm chosen as well for now is Pregnant and Screwed. Again, it's on the mum theme. Mm -hmm. They're always campaigning Parliament for better eyes for parents. Yeah. They're a wonderful charity. They're only charities that need help, isn't there? Well, yeah, they're doing the big march soon, aren't they? Thanks so much for chatting, Zora. It's been really nice getting to know you and a bit more about external marketing. And uh, best of luck for all the exciting things you've got coming up. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, stay in touch, and if you like what you hear, find out more at theagencycollective.co.uk.